0: All right, thank you very much. All right, I'll be asking a question right now. Now, this question is like a crash course of a full course. Now, the question goes thus. Guy, I mean, I am confused with my marital. Proposals are coming in, but I have no idea of what God's will is as regards that. I couldn't figure out how God speaks to me as I used to. There's a talk about that. I learned one won't get what God's will about marriage is if one hasn't been learning to hear him in, in little matters now how do i start hearing him on little matters and how is it on t- and it is and is it until then i will get to know what is will is maritaly because i've been delaying these guys what do i do please all right so the first thing i would like to, the first thing i would recommend for you to do is that number one get back into relationship with god a lot of things about your life depends on it a lot of your a lot of your decisions in life depends on it. Depends on the health of a relationship with God. So then, let's go into the crash course. This is something you can do in two months. I mean, in two months. In fact, in less than that, actually. So, how do you decide on... Now, you're getting a lot of proposals. How do you undo them? How do you undo them? Now, I, I am of the strong opinion that the first thing to do when you receive a proposal is not to pray. It's not to pray first. I think it's, it's not to pray first. And it is not... To start hearing God first. Because the first um, the first fundamental way that God speaks to us is by his principles. is by his words. It's by his word. It's by his word. Now there are some things you don't need to ask God. If you understand the principle and if you understand the integrity of God and the integrity of the kingdom and how the kingdom operates. And if you understand the nature of God, there are some questions you don't ask God. It is as though you are asking God that, God, can I be born again? Of course, you should. God, should I love my wife? Of course, you should. God, this person offends me. Should I forgive? Of course. Now, all those things, they 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 are called scripture sins. That is the same way you undo it when you have many proposals. It's not all the proposals that you need to pray about. Some proposals are clear that this one can't be because the basic understanding of the scripture has taught you so there's something like called scripture sense then there's something like called spirit sense before you pray on the matter does the person even fit into who you should get an internship with because there are some things that god tell us not to do already from the scripture that you don't even need to pray about now, Bible said, "Can two work together except they agree?" Now, someone that doesn't have that doesn't share mutual, uh, mutual, mutual value system with you. That doesn't agree with what you agree with. That doesn't agree with your core values. You don't need to pray about it because the scripture already told you that two people cannot work together unless they agree. There are some people that even the Bible said you should not, you should not be friends with. He said, "Do not be friends with adulators. Don't be friends with this. With." mongers with drunkers Now you don't need to pray about them. Someone that the Bible says you should not be friends with. Will you be in relationship with the person? I mean those are normal way of knocking out options. Now if you have ten proposals now you can knock off these options from this scripture sense already. You know that this person doesn't agree with your belief system. This person is this this person is that I mean I'm not talking about your own personalized um, choice or, or something i'm talking about what the scripture recommends for every relationship or for someone that you should be in relationship with there are some recommendations from the scripture and that alone can help you to know the people that you should not even consider at all because eventually if you understand this and you utilize it you will discover that your options uh, on which you should pray about will be minimal because now you've knocked them off through certain principles of the scripture. So the most fundamental way of hearing God is by his words, is by the understanding of, the, of his word and of the recommendations from the scripture about every matter. So now that's being said, when you, when you, when you receive a proposal, what is the next thing to do? I mean who are they that are even proposing to you? Are they people that you don't know before? Because now if you get to know these people if you, if you now get to know these people closely or or more or or closer you will not discover that ah this person cannot be this person should not be. I don't know if you, I, I, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Now number 1 when you receive proposal Try to know them. Try to know them. The, I, I believe that the answer to proposal is either yes, no, or wait. It's either yes, no, or wait. So if, of course, someone that you don't know before, you can't give either yes or no immediately. It's Let's be friends. And that is an issue for most men that goes to propose to someone that they've not established friendship with. Because at that point, you don't even give the person a data to make a decision from. You don't give the person... Um, enough information to make is our own decision front because you just, I mean, you just met her and then you're just expressing your feeling. Even that one is not true. So in essence, try and get to know them. Try and get to know them personally. 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 Ask them questions. Know what they believe. Know what they do. Know their background. Know know their direction. I mean, are you? Does this sound like? You're going to the same direction now as you start engaging God. Now, one now, this is this is the place of spirit sense. As you start engaging God, God will not tell you personally that this is the name of the person or this is who the person is, but as you engage God, uh, there's some knowledge, there's some spiritual knowledge that God will start fortifying upon your spirit on how you will know the person or on who you will find the person to be. I don't know if you understand that. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Now, as you engage God, there are some specks by the spirit. Now, when I mean speck, I don't mean your canna speck. I mean, there are some things that God will start fortifying in your spirit. That the day you eventually meet the person, or the day you start connecting the dots with the person, like, ah, this looks like what I see in my spirit. Now, when I see, when I say this, okay, what I see in my spirit. Doesn't mean this is the picture. Now, I'm not talking about the picture, but the the confirmation of the person looks like what is looks like your perception. Looks like the kind of person you want. Looks like who your spirit desire. Now, that is the place of koinonia, That's the place of intimacy. Now, as you engage God in intimacy, there's there's some knowledge, there's some spiritual knowledge that God starts fortifying upon your spirits, which becomes which becomes your yardstick, or which becomes your navigating tool in knowing who is good for you. I don't know if you understand that. Now, not every, no, you can't align with every believer. Now, there are some, there, I mean, in as much as we are one as the body of Christ, we have different segments of different belief system of different compartments. And you, you know your core values. You know your core values. You know the things that, you should know the things that you can allow or, or, or some things you can manage or some things that is a no-no for you. You already know that. So, and then in your engagement with God, you already know that. These are the kind of person that you should have. Now, when I mean this should not be what you should uh this should not be from your kind of knowledge, as I'm uh, as I've said earlier. This should be from a from from a place of knowing, from a place of knowing. And it's not speck of tall dark and handsome or this or that. It should be it should, it should be a product of a knowing in your spirit. That's all right. This is the kind of person. This is the kind of person. Now, you may you may meet many people that are believers, but then ah somewhere in your spirit doesn't align with them. Do you understand that? Now, you see, engage God, engage God, engage God. If you stay in communion, if you stay in fellowship, if you stay in engagement with God, naturally, there are some natural effect of that. Now, this has, this has, this has some of the natural effect of that. As as engage God, there are some desires. If, if you have some desires that are your own desire, some of them will knock out automatically. You will, the desire will just dissipate off. It's just the spirit of your mind. Now, there are some other desires. Now, the desires that are of God, they'll be strengthened. You'll discover that if you stay more in a place of prayer, you may not hear a clear, loud voice. But you see, the, the, there's a way a spirit will, the, the spirit will walk upon your heart that some things will be knocked off. You'll just wake up and say, no, this is not the person. In fact, if the person is deceiving you, you can have it in a dream, you can have it in a vision, you can have it by knowing you can have it. By, but, but I'm saying that you can't be wrong if you engage God. You can't be wrong. You can't be wrong. You can make mistakes, but eventually you won't be wrong. The integrity of God will, will save you or will save you or will safeguard you. I don't know if you understand that. So one of the, so I will just say that get back into so intimacy with God. It doesn't stay, I mean, does it? I mean, it, it, it doesn't take so much or so long to get back. If you find a retreat, a two-day retreat, a three-day retreat, or a longer stretch of prayer and word, and just maintain it, just maintain the posture, just maintain a, a posture of 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 koinonia, of seeking God every day, in 30-30 minutes, 30-30 minutes every day, or at or one hour prayer every day. I mean, if you have a way of sifting information in your heart, your, the desires that are not of God will, be, will dissipate. And God Himself will order your step. God, if you tell Him to order your step, why? Right? If we order your step, I'm telling you the truth. It must not be, um, it must not be dramatic. But somehow, somehow, you know that I was led by the Lord. He, I mean, you may not have to, it may not be so special, but somehow, somehow, you know that ah, this I I, I I I I I move as I was moved in my heart or in my spirit. and oh, it was God that led me. I don't know if you understand that. So don't disturb yourself so much. Don't disturb yourself so much. If God will talk to you, we'll talk to you from your heart, from your heart. But then that heart must be a heart that, that fellowships before. Because if you stay off fellowship with God, you have to start picking desires that are not from God. I don't know if you understand that. So if you have other questions, please let me know. I will answer you. Thank you very much.